0: Okay. You might be disappointed in this answer because, um, I'm not sure if there's a way to tell if any person is the one, especially right off the bat. Um, I think that we do ourselves a great disservice, um, especially women uh, juggling this idea that out of all the 7.8 billion people in the world, there's one person that's supposed to be for us. I think that, Hollywood has done a number on the psyche of a lot of people who think that um, because that's what is presented to us, it must be true. Um, There's not a one. There are a many. There are many people who are compatible with you. There are many people who have an intent to love and there are many people who have the personalities, qualities, um, uh, 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 strengths and gifts and abilities Uh, as well as uh, certain sequences of flaws that that complement who you are, right? Uh, Two people, when they fit and when they belong together, or when they are just compatible, uh, long-term compatibility, when they have long-term compatibility, uh, just have strengths and weaknesses that balance each other out, that don't clash, that are not adversarial to the health and progress and evolution of of each other, right? So uh, you can be madly in love with someone who's not the one, But convince yourself that they're a twin flame, that they're a soul tie, that they're the one. All of these lofty ass ideas that somebody who's unfit for you somehow or another is divinely fit for you. And that shit is just it's not bullshit, but it should really be put in its proper box and its proper place. Okay? there are people who um, you will love to the ends of the earth who will never love you. Then there are other people who will love you until their last breath who you will never notice or never love them back. Right. To a person who is in love madly and and, and has a spiritual crush on somebody, it feels like that's the one. But if another person's divinity doesn't recognize your divinity, then how could you possibly be soulmates? Their soul and their spirit would be smart enough to recognize the pair. Right. So don't do, don't do this to yourself where you, you think the one or soul ties or, or, or destiny, all of these things, just go out, learn people, observe people, get to know people well enough and deeply enough that you figure out whether or not they have the qualities and the, uh, the, the, um, uh, Skill sets and the gifts and, again, the flaws that match up with uh, your sequence of skills and qualities and gifts and flaws. Um, uh, you can love a person um, or learn to love a person who you previously had not even paid any attention to. You can love a person for being compatible and being great with you. A person who loves hard, a person who's committed, a person who's loyal, a person who has integrity, a man who has a lot of character, a man who has a sense of servitude uh, and and a sense of dedication, right, Uh, can love a woman and and present her a beautiful life. Um, But if her soulmate is is somebody who might have half of those skills, but he has some flaws uh, that are not conducive to healthy relationships, is that guy that she has that connection with who would destroy her because he has a tendency to be abusive or a tendency to dismiss her or a tendency to ignore her? Is he her soulmate simply because he ignores her and this other guy isn't her soulmate because, well, he's not as exciting? Well, no. I think that um, we have to employ a little bit more logic and a little bit more uh, psychological uh, and and uh, spiritual intelligence in, in, um, in, in choosing our mates. Um, I believe that somebody can be a soulmate, but I don't think that that is like, the thing that ties people together. Uh, we we see enough in divorce court that uh, the idea of a soulmate uh, has, has has done a lot to um, misdirect a lot of people. Um, it's not about necessarily being the one. It's it's being one of the many people in in this world who can uh, treat you well, who you can be madly in love with, um, who will serve you, and who will accept your service and honor that service uh, with an intent to serve back. Um, and that's not about being the one. It's about being, uh, again, a good enough person for a good enough person. I think for somebody to be a soulmate, they, again, uh, from a spiritual place has to rec- have to recognize your value just as you recognize theirs. A lot of y'all think a guy's so- your soulmate and he doesn't even believe in all of that stuff. A lot of y'all think a guy is your uh, like twin flame or, or you know, somehow another d- divinely uh, intended for you and he has no spiritual base whatsoever. He looks at you and he'll have sex with you. He'll eat your food out your refrigerator and then he'll go off and he'll do it to another woman. But because you want him so bad, you start to tie all these uh, other um, you know, lofty ideas to him. These things haven't served the dating community well, to be quite honest. They just haven't. For the four or 5% of people who have found what they consider the soulmate, uh, there are another 70% of people who have dated and dated and dated and dated and dated. And dated, and dated. Um... Uh, I just wish we could get away from these ideas and start to qualify people based on who they are, what they represented, what they believed in, right? What they stood for, right? The, the, the qualities and, and skills that they present to our life and, and that they accept from us. Uh, these, are, these are much better ways and much better methods to find uh, relationships. And I know I'm probably pissing a lot of people off right now, but if somebody's your soulmate, uh, for me, it just means that they have the gifts, qualities, skills, abilities and intents and, and characters and personality traits that match up with you and your flaws and in your whole sequence and your whole um, uh, uh, package of what you are right? If a person's weak socially and they get with a person who's strong socially, it could balance them out. That's a decent enough match. If somebody who is a trepidatious in the way they approach life and they get with somebody who's who's um, fearless and, 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 you know, gung-ho about experiencing everything, that could balance them out. If you have a person who's loyal and a person who's disloyal, there's no balance there, right? So, you have to really consider the pairs Uh, relationships are about making good pairs Uh, the pairings that you that you choose uh, a lot of times dictate the success of the relationship much more than these ideas of them either being the one or not the one there are too many damn people in the world for there to just be one that doesn't even make sense in almost no other realm what we see 7.8 billion options and think oh there's only one right answer that doesn't make any sense um, there are plenty of right answers. Maybe there's a one in your town. There's a one in the next time town over. There's a one, in the next state over. There's a one in the next country over. There's a one in the next continent over. Maybe there are the seven, maybe at least damn seven continents. Maybe there are at least seven, but on each continent, if you can't find somebody that you are compatible with on, on at least one on each continent, uh, then I don't know what's wrong, you know, but again, that's what, again, it doesn't make any sense. The one, Pick a man who who honors you, who respects you, who serves you, and who accepts your service and mirrors your service. Pick a man who has natural skills and abilities that pick your natural weaknesses up. Pick a man whose intent to love you matches your intent to love him. Pick a man who has the, the personality traits that give you the most fulfillment, If you like a calm life and you don't want a bunch of ruckus and you don't like a lot of drama, then go find you a man who has the same idea of peace being the king of your home. If you like a lot of excitement, you go find someone who likes a lot of excitement. If you have to get out a lot, you go find somebody who's adventurous. If you're a homebody, go find somebody who appreciates that a little bit. Right. If you feel weak and you want to feel stronger, get around someone who 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 you know evolves you through uh, through association with new experiences. If you can't cook, you should probably find a partner who can cook. If you're a conversationalist, find someone who can talk to you back. Find an intellect that matches your intellect. People with similar interests, who also have an intent to love. There are thousands of combinations of people, and uh, you know. Many of them work many of them don't, but this idea that they are the one or not the one based on your emotional complex and your and your idea of uh, uh this lofty idea that somehow or another they were predestined or prechosen doesn't always work out I think that God has a lot in store uh for for many of us and um I think that there are pairs that are 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 presented in a divine way um but That's not to say that if that doesn't work out, God just stops dealing with you. Uh, I sent you one. It didn't work out. You'll never get another one. Right. If God sent you one this year and that didn't work out or you screwed it up because you wasn't ready, you wasn't involved enough, you wasn't mature enough. Guess what? Eventually, he'll send you another one if that's your faith. Okay. but the idea that somehow or another. Uh, you got one shot at love and seven, eight billion people. It's just, it's bullshit. So I would get away from that and just pick people who are more compatible with you, who you also love um, and, and, and get along with. And that's just the bottom line of it. People who are together for 70 years, 60 years, 50 years, always cite their friendship and their ability to just get along, their ability to compromise with each other right? Understanding that they have differences. They won't always agree. They won't always be happy. They won't always be fulfilled. Uh, they won't always be excited about each other, but they compromise and they serve each other. And so they always come back to each other because they're friends, they compromise, they're partners, and they're a team. Get you a person who's a teammate, a great teammate. That, that person could be the one, they could be one of 30, but get somebody you're compatible with who understands the value of a team. And, and the friendship that a, a couple is supposed to have. Not necessarily because you're, you're, you're attached to them from this idea because uh, they might be the one or, sp- or spiritually you're supposed to be with them. Uh, I think we we've attached a lot of mental illness to our idea of relationships, quite honestly. Not saying that if you believe in the one that you're mentally ill or you believe in twin flames or you mentally, I think those things exist within reason. But there there is a line that we've crossed in, in some in some of our minds that those are uh, the de- deciding factors and it's just not. Um, so anyway, I hope that helps. Um, I don't know if it helps or it just pissed a bunch of people off who believe in that stuff. Uh, I just believe in multiple soulmates. That's how I roll. That's what I believe. Uh, nobody is irreplaceable. Beyonce said it. Maybe that's what. I- I should have lit. That's how I should have lit this video. Beyonce says, don't you ever for a second think you're irreplaceable? Maybe those aren't the words exactly, but I'm sure you agree with Beyonce, right? So take Beyonce's advice. Nobody's irreplaceable. That's all I got for now. If you want a consultation, go to girltalkwithguys.com. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do so at kefhig24. That's where I answer these questions. Uh, Thanks for watching. Share my videos if you think they're helpful. I'll get with y'all later.